Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Sergeant First Class John Valentine. Welcome to the Veterans Be Real podcast. Here's where we try to keep it real and do our best to help all our fellow veterans out there. This podcast will hopefully open our veterans' eyes into the transition and challenges they are facing and give them some guidance along the way. Please subscribe and download our podcast. We look forward to you, your insight, and your loyalty. Thanks for listening. And now, here's Veterans Be Real. All right, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, my veteran Be Real listener out there. It's Sergeant Be Real. I'm back today. I have James McNeil, all right? And actually, so just so I'm honest with everybody out there, this is actually me and James' second time doing this because the first time I screwed up and forgot to hit record and we didn't get a chance to record everything. So, But we had a great conversation, so I was excited to get James back on so we can you guys can hear about what happened to him and how his career went and his time in the military and then what happened. So, James, my friend, <laughs> the floor is yes, yours. Yes, sir. You said my name is James McNeil. I was a... Army for six years. I joined when I was 26, so I was a little bit older than your average recruit. I was the same age as the drill sergeants, and let me tell you, that will mess with your head. But I spent six and a half years in the Army, went to Iraq in 2003, and in January of 2005, the doctor said, well, we've got two choices. We can do surgery again, or we can put you out of the military and let your knees heal on their own, because I had sustained a knee injury. Hmm. By May, I was out of the military, and that is incredibly fast. If anyone's not had to deal with that, that is incredibly fast. And you don't have really the time to wrap your mind around the fact that, wait a minute, I'm not going to be in the military anymore. So the suddenness of it and all that, this huge identity crisis comes. And the next thing you know, who am I? What am I doing here? And most veterans go through that, the, the identity crisis of you identified yourself as a soldier, as a Marine, as an airman, whatever branch you were in, mm-hmm. and then now you don't have that anymore. And I dealt with that, and it hit very, very hard. That resulted in two different suicide attempts. Twice I got so low that I felt like that was the only way out. And then in September of 2017, it almost happened a third time. And that's when somebody gave me the tools to overcome it. And I realized I had been doing this all the time. I just hadn't been focusing it in the right direction. In January of 2018, I returned back to college at the University of North Carolina, Wilmington. I earned my degree from there in May of this year. And then shortly after I earned my degree, we launched this, Finding Your Personal Mission. This is a book about overcoming suicide, the steps I took to overcome suicide, how they worked, and how they'll work for you. And we'll definitely have that out there too, guys. So later on after the podcast, those links that in there, pick up James's book will be available to you guys. So pay attention to the website and to the podcast link, all right? That's amazing, James, man. I'm proud of you too, brother. I mean, I as people know, listen to me on this show, I've contemplated suicide. I've had the gun in my mouth, did all that kind of stuff too. You know, I'm, I'm a very big proponent of suicide is definitely an option. It's not the right choice, but it definitely is an option kind of thing. And you shouldn't make, you shouldn't force yourself not to think about it because it could push you in a worse spot than you were. 
but we got to learn that we got to cope with it and deal with it, not necessarily take our lives and, and figure a way out. So hopefully that book will help lead people down the right road too. So they'll see some different perspectives from your point of view. So that'll be good stuff, man. Yes, most definitely. The good news is it's already making a difference. The book launched on May 20th. I had pre-orders set up and people emailing saying we want pre-orders and all this good stuff. And here's the link. Go ahead and get a pre-order. And I had it set up to where the Kindle version, because it's published through Amazon, the Kindle version is 99 cents. I said, I'm not going to make money. I'm not doing this to make a lot of money. This is, that's it. This is going to be all it's going to cost. And I've had so many people messaging me, emailing me saying, this book is powerful. It's giving real usable tools that they can put into their own life. Not only is someone, some people have considered suicide. Some are like, I'm good, but how can I help someone else? Right. And this book empowers both sides of those. Yeah. And that's, that's a big thing too. Cause like if you have anybody in your life that has been suicidal, could be a good tool for you to have in your book to kind of know what they're thinking. So you get a better way to approach them or deal with them or, you know, help them out that way. So it's going to be there. So, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's amazing, bro. For far too long, and I've done this myself, I feel really guilty just thinking about having done this, but for far too long, when it comes to someone that's down or going through problems, our response is, hey, man, reach out if you need to talk. Well, you're talking to them right now. You reach out to them. Because for so long with me dealing with suicidal thoughts, and I dealt with them every single day, I wouldn't reach out to anyone because I thought, well... If they hear, if they see me reaching out, they're going to think I'm weak. They're going to think I'm a failure. I'm a fraud. I'm an imposter. People who are going through suicidal thoughts are going to think this, and they're not going to reach out to you. If you're in a good place, you need to reach out to them. So this not only empowers the person who's facing suicide, this empowers their friends and family to say, let me help you. Like I said, imposter syndrome, biggest part of it for me, when I was going through these thoughts... I didn't reach out to people because, oh, well, he's just a fraud. He's just a failure. And that is not the truth at all. And that's the reason that in the book, the first two chapters deal with imposter syndrome. How to understand that reaching out for help does not make you a failure. It makes you human. And you need to give yourself permission to be imperfectly human. Yeah, without a doubt, man. I mean, that's a big thing. I mean, I talk because I'm a big proponent that, you know, you need to be able to talk about suicidal thoughts and ideations. You need to be able to talk about that stuff so you can get it off your chest. You can talk about it, let people see how that could relieve your stress or relieve your depression or relieve your whatever. So I tell people all the time, I said, it's just a number of people that need to make sure that they don't judge people when they want to talk to you about suicide. Like you're saying, they don't want to be weak or found out that they think that they're weak or not. Because I, I tell my buddies all the time, you're not weak, man. We all go through it. We all struggle with it. But that's what we got to have each other to lean on because we're both going through it. So that's what we need to be able to do. So that's the key. So, yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, I've told people many times, reaching out, number one, reaching out for help. When you when you ask someone for help, regardless of what you're asking for, when you ask someone for help, that is not a sign of weakness. And trying to do it all yourself is not a sign of strength. Yeah. Asking for help is true strength. Because let me tell you something. There's some things. There's no way I can do them on my own. If you ask me to move a, if you ask me to help you move a couch, I'm not doing it by myself. I'm getting someone to help me. There's nothing wrong with asking for help with that. So what's wrong with asking for help because you're having a bad day and you need someone to talk to? What's wrong with asking for help because you've got some dark thoughts going through your mind and you don't want to do it? 
Anyone that would say, oh, that's just weakness, get them out of your life. You don't need that kind of negativity. And find someone like myself, like you, who will actually listen and not judge because we've been there. We know what it's like. And that's what it's all about out there. So if you're listening, guys, James has got a big, he's got a lot of tools, a lot of things that's going on. The book is going to be available. You know, you guys will be able to find the links to the, the Amazon part plus the actual the paperback or hardback version or whatever he's got. Um, we'll link you guys all up with James's contact information too because James is probably a lot like me, man. I'm pretty much willing to talk to anybody who's thinking about killing themselves because I, I know what it feels like to be there and I know what it's like to be there and I understand the depression part of feelings and the anger and the guilt and all the things you're feeling. I can, I can grasp and understand that. So it's an important part of what we do. So that's what's the most important thing to all of you out there listening or listening to. So if you're a soldier or a veteran out there struggling with this, you know, there's people out there that will help you. You know what I'm saying? Reach out. I know it can be challenging. Like James said, it can be challenging reaching out, but you got to do it once because once you do it once, like me, I got three buddies that I check on. I just send a text message pretty much every couple of days. Hey, man, check in with me. How you doing? Where's everything's, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's it. And that's all. And they respect and love that because they at least know I'm thinking about them and I've got them on my mind. And there's a reason for them to continue to look forward to it. You know what I mean? So I think that's a big deal too, right, James? It's just kind of a matter Most of definitely. available to these people. So that's the biggest part. Like yourself, I've got a few friends that we text, we talk on the phone. Yeah. Every couple of days, we're in contact somehow. And it's because... Yes, I have conquered suicidal thoughts. I put the air quotes up there for a reason. I've conquered it. But I'm not an idiot. I know that they can come back. And I know that when these come back, I'm going to need to conquer them again. Mm-hmm. And I need my battle buddies by my side to make sure that can happen. When we're in basic training, no matter what your branch, when you were in basic training, you heard this. Never go anywhere without your battle buddy. I was the kind of, I was the guy in basic training. People would say, would you be my battle buddy? I need to go talk to the drill sergeant. And would you be my battle buddy? I need to go drop something in the mail. Would you be my battle buddy for this? I was the guy that was everyone's battle buddy. So I got used to that. And then we go for myself in my unit. When we went to uh, combat in 2003, we had the battle buddy thing because we needed to know where everyone was. It wasn't just for moral support. It was for accountability. You needed to know where everyone was. If there was one person who was unaccounted for, the whole company failed because we didn't know. So basic training, it was a matter of pass or fail. Combat, it was a matter of life or death. And then we get out of the military and suddenly we think we can do it all ourselves. No, no, you can't. This is a matter of life and death. You're not in combat anymore. But the idea of having someone you can depend on, the idea of having someone that you can talk to about your dark thoughts and not be judged is more important now than it has ever been in your life. Mm -hmm. You need that. It is, man. And so, you know, after all this, and we we can talk, I mean, I'm sure me and you could talk about this for a long time, James, because it's home for both of us. But let's talk a little bit about kind of where you're at now, where you're moving forward into, what what you're up to now, see where we're going. So let's talk about that for a second. Excellent. I'm glad to do that. I am, like I said, I just graduated from the University of North Carolina in Wilmington. I'm actually a little bit, a little bit of bragging on myself here. I graduated magna cum laude, which is a 3.715 for me on the GPA. I'm very proud of that. I graduated community college with a 4.0, and I thought I'm going to go for that. Then I got to university. That did not happen. So I was very glad to graduate with a 3.7. I'm looking for work right now. I'm not just doing the book. I'm actually trying to find meaningful employment while I go back for an MBA, also from UNCW. 
at the same time, I am looking to establish myself as a speaker to share the message that you see here. Your story is not over yet. Matter of fact, you open it to the front page. Now, if you can see that on the front page, you're going to see your story is not over yet. The very first message on there. That's what I want to talk to people about. So I'm working to get myself established as, as far as that's concerned. If you know of anybody that's looking for a speaker, get you in touch with the page and you can reach out and we can make that happen. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, man, it's, it, listen, I know we spent a lot. We spent, we've talked a little bit. We've heard about it. So all you out there, listen, all my listeners out there, if you guys are listening right now, James is a very strong message. Check out his book. You'll find all those, like I said, you'll find all those links in the website, on the website and on the podcast page and also on our social media outlets. So veteransbereal.com and then Veterans Be Real on Facebook. So check us out. Look into those things. Check out James. Reach out to James if you need to. I mean, there'll be all that kind of stuff where you can find him out that way too. So James, I want to thank you for being on, brother. I know we've been a couple times, but I appreciate you coming back on, man. So thank you. I appreciate it, man. One last thing before we we end this. Like you said, if anyone out there is listening and you think I need someone to talk to, but I don't know this James guy. I don't care. Send a message to the page. You'll see the link in the description. Send a message to the page. I heard you on Veterans Be Real. I need someone to talk to. I don't care if we've never met. I don't care if we have met and I don't like you or you don't like me or we can't get along. If you come to me telling me that I thought about killing myself, I'm going to stay with you and I'm going to help you get through it 100%. That's it. Yeah. And, that, and that's yeah. real, guys. That's veterans to veterans. We leave no one behind, right? Remember they taught us that in the military. You don't leave anybody behind on the battlefield and or on the home front, right? So we're home now. We got to look out for each other. We got to look out for each other. So James, you're the man. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks for thanks again for taking the time to be on the show today. It's been a pleasure, brother. You have a wonderful day. You too, bro. Well, that's a wrap, everyone. Hope you all got something out of this podcast today. Please tell a battle buddy about us and stay tuned for our upcoming podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at www.veteransbereal.com. Support us because we got your back. Till next time, everyone. I'm out of here. Oh,